What's up, friends? It's Haley, aka Bird. And Randy. And you're listening to the Give on the Bird podcast. This podcast is all about challenging what it means to be healthy, fit, female, and everything in between. It's about pushing back on societal expectations, dismantling the status quo, and celebrating life in the gray area. And most importantly, it's about giving the bird to living life any way but your own way. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's give them the bird. I want to play that song. Um, it was the one that performance, the gym that Leslie works at, like when yeah. she was going back to personal training, they created this reel of her and it was like, yes. tell your friend to tell your friend she's back. Yes, that was so good. God, I might have to insert that somehow to this. You probably but should. Probably. <laughs> well, now I have to. It's, I'm not going to edit this out. So yeah. <laughs> well, hi everyone. It's your girls, Haley and Randy, and we are back with uh, GTB. We're back with Given the Bird podcast. We are so excited to be here, and um, we can't wait to catch up on all things life. It's so needed to be back. Like, we talked about a couple weeks ago when we had our planning meeting to, like, get things started again. Like, I just need this in my life so badly. (laughs) Yeah. Not only because I love chatting with you, but, like, I just feel like even though when we record, it's just us talking, I still feel like we're talking like to a group of people every time. Oh, absolutely. And there's there's people listening right now. Yeah, like all 12 of them listening. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> we um, la, 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 love you. <laughs> no, but it just feels like therapeutic to just like get on here and chat about these things. So I I'm agree. Excited. And yeah. I know, same Z's. And um, in my head, I was like, do I, is it the podcasting that I need or is it the Randy that I need? And um, I think it is both. I do think I it's think both. So too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like 95% Haley, 5% podcasting need. Right. But, yeah. But you know what? <laughs> Why not kill two birds with one stone? No pun intended. Exactly. exactly. Get it? Two birds. Oh, I get it. I see what you did there. <laughs> that was good. Oh my God. Okay. So Randy, um, tell us about your life. What's new with you? Wow. Um, that's a that's a big question. <laughs> that's a big question. Although truly, I don't feel like a ton has changed since we left off. Um, you know, we're recording right now. I don't know when we're gonna put this out, but it's um, you know Christmas is coming up next week um, mm-hmm. in real time, and so life is just bananas. I went into this month thinking, like in November, I was like, you know, I'm gonna take time like off in December. I am not going to be hustling, trying to like post things for my business and like keep up on social media. I'm going to just like take it easy, watch Christmas movies, wrap presents, like Mm. slow, easy mornings. None of that has happened. Absolutely none of that has happened. It's Yeah, I feel like I remember you telling me that like December was going to be a quiet month for you. (laughs) L-O-L. JK, JK. (laughs) Um. And I kind of did it to myself. I, you know, I just have things coming up in January for my business that Mm. need attention this month. And then I think because I didn't schedule like photo shoots and things this month, I was like, oh, I have time to like go get coffee with this person and run these errands and do this, that, and the other. And it just, you know, it adds up. So December has been wild. Um, Mm. 
But all good things. Um, and we just got back from Mexico yes. um, with the fam. So that was fun. Um, I'm sure we'll chat about that more because I actually texted you <laughs> while we were there with, with some feels. So mm-hmm. we can circle back to that. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was fun to get away with the kids. And that was part of their like Christmas present. So Oh, that's um, a good idea. Yeah, that's a you know, really they're getting good idea. older enough now to like kind of understand that spending money on things like that can replace physical gifts, which is yeah. nice. So um, what about, oh, I hope that if parents, if you're listening to this in the car right now, turn it off because I'm about to ask a question about S-A-N-T-A. <laughs> mm. um, so I'm giving you, I'm giving you. Yeah. Fair proceed with warning. caution. Fair <laughs> warning. Yeah. So do your kids, like, what's the Santa status with them? Um, so Levi still believes he is nine and in fourth grade. Um, and I have a hunch this is the last year mm. for that. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Which is sad. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, part of me is looking forward to not having to conceal as much and maybe even having <laughs> help with some things, <laughs> but you know, the, the innocence and like the magic and like all of that, I will miss for sure. But mm-hmm. he, um, I, I remember finding out myself in fourth grade. So oh, wow. I feel like, do you remember when you found out? No, I don't feel like I found out until I was like 25. It's been, sure. it was recent. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, I honestly, I don't remember finding out when I found out that Santa wasn't real. Um, but I, I have a feeling that I was like, I was, oh, maybe I wasn't quite up there. Obviously not 25. That was a complete joke, people. I swear. <laughs> um, but I think that like, okay, are you afraid that when he finds out that he's going to tell Evelyn? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Oh no. my God. What a good I, big brother. If she, if she were to find out. She might tell him, but their personalities. Yeah, she's spicy. She's so he's spicy. like so stinking sweet, and she's sweet too, but just in a different way. He like right, yeah. He will. Keep I kind of love it. I kind of like, love her spiciness, though. Like yes, you know, mm-hmm. same. Yeah. Um. So he. So oh my gosh, this dang elf at the shelf business. Oh. I said I would never. You know, it's one of those things, like, before you become a parent, you say, I'll never do this. I'll always do this. Mm -hmm. And then none of that is true. Um, (laughs) I was never going to do Elf on the Shelf. And I stuck to my guns for quite a long time. It was two years ago. So Levi would have been seven. Evelyn would have been four that I started it. And I don't remember why. I think they had one in their classroom and they were talking Mm. about it. And I was like, oh, I love their excitement about this. So anyway, um, this year I forgot to put the elf out at night. And so he came out during the day. And so then there was a dilemma, like, does the elf continue to like move daytime or move, you know, at nighttime, like he's supposed to. So I just continued to move him during the day. Um, and then there was confusion around that. Mm. And Levi came home one day and he said, you know, mom, today I was talking to my friends about how their elves move at nighttime and ours moves during the day when you're home. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Like, oh, he's too smart. Interesting. Everybody's <laughs> elves are different. <laughs> oh <my God>. um, <gasps> so anyway, he, I think he's putting the pieces together and deep down, like kind of wants to believe. So isn't like outright mm-hmm. asking, but I would be very surprised oh. if this time next year he still believes. But I actually ran across um, 
a Facebook post, I think, about like how to address with your kids when they ask. Um, and I thought it was really cool. Ooh. It was something along the lines of like, <clears throat> Santa is real, but he's not a person. Mm. It is a like yes. spirit of giving just for the sake of giving um, and not taking mm. credit and like just keeping the magic alive. And so now that you know, you have to help be the spirit of Santa for like people that still believe. And like, I encourage you to, you know, keep the secret for them until they figure it out, but also like give just for the sake of giving to other people. And I was like, Oh, I am holding on to this little nugget to use when the time does come, because I just love that. That is so sweet. So it, oh. you know, it doesn't, super apply that. this year with Mal being so young, but are you just like so excited for Christmas with her? I am. I, so on Christmas day, we go to Tyler's mom's side of the family and mm-hmm. Christmas day was always like the thing at my, in my family. Like we didn't really celebrate other holidays except for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, Tyler and I've been together now for like what, seven years So I've kind of gotten used to it because he's really close with his grandparents on that side. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just their family's also like very into into tradition. So Mm -hmm. there's I'm not going to push back on that. Um, So I'm excited to make like Christmas Eve a really special thing. And, you know, um, watching Christmas movies and like making cookies for Santa. and, And then like once Mal and hopefully future siblings go to sleep, like you know, doing all the fun things with Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, not those fun things. <laughs> like the, the Santa fun things. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you yeah. know, like making it look like Santa was in the house. And, yeah. Kissing Santa under the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm really excited. Um, and even like this year, I've wrapped like a couple little gifts for Mal. Yeah. Just because mostly for the aesthetics, I want gifts under the tree, but also sure. I don't know what it is. It's just about like, even though she's going to have no, no idea what she's doing, watching her rip into a gift. I think oh, yeah, it, it'll still be, I don't know, it's just priceless. So yeah, it's going to be amazing. Yes. And you know, the holidays are, can be like, not so great too. They can be kind of hard. I was at um, an empower her meeting this week and we were talking about that, like just making space for the holidays are not all joy and mm-hmm. delight and mm-hmm. merryness, <laughs> you know, like there's yeah. feelings that come up and, you know, people who have lost people in their lives, like that's, that's hard too. So, you know, mm-hmm. acknowledging yeah. that I think is important this time of I year. agree. Yeah. I think just the, like you said, whether we're, you know, we're without certain people or um, even just like acknowledging all the ick that's going on in the world. Like it can feel really difficult to fully embrace the holidays, even though I personally think that it's important. Like we can, we can feel both things. Um, And I also think, you know, like a common thing that we talk about on this podcast too, is like body image and body feels and disordered eating and exercise and that sort of thing. And that this can be a super hard time for people who struggle with any of those things. Um, So yeah, I think acknowledging again, gray area peeps that Mm -hmm. it can be amazing and it can be not so amazing for some people as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, this will probably come out after sometime in January. So we'll be past this. Right. But I think a lot of this stuff applies throughout the year. So, um, mm-hmm. but we totally breezed over like your life updates. If there are any oh, major life updates since we wrapped. Girl. 
Well, um, the kid's still doing good. <laughs> she <laughs> is. Oh my God. She's almost, oh my God, Randy today. It's December 21st. She's yeah. eight months old. Oh my, oh my goodness. God. So Sweetie. she'll be obviously extra than more than eight months old once this, um, drops this episode goes out but yeah so she's eight months old um mal is it's been really fun because she's exploring solids um and yeah and that's just the most fun thing watching Mm -hmm. a kid try new food like i don't know what it's so much fun um she's also just at the age where she's starting to be goofy and um i wonder where you feel like it's not me. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> um, but she's just like, I don't know. It's it, you, you really feel like you can like play with her and like joke with her. And obviously I've been talking to her yeah. like nonstop since she was born, but I feel like we're actually having a conversation. Like she's hearing what I'm saying. You're right. I don't know. It's just, yeah, this is just, it, we're at a really, I think a really fun stage. Um, and it's interesting because I am weaning from pumping and um, how's that feel? And there's, there's a lot of feels. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of feels like I'm so freaking excited to be done. So excited Mm -hmm. to be done. Like I'm down to only pumping twice a day. And like this morning I used to get like 20, like 16 ounces of milk in the morning when I would pump, I got five ounces and I was like, I'm cutting myself off. Yeah. Yeah. I got so much, way too much milk. Um, And so there's like the, I can't wait for the freedom of not having Mm -hmm. to pump anymore. But there's also this weird feeling of like, I'm going to be done producing her food. However, Mm -hmm. we have an entire freezer for her. (laughs) Like, it's like, she's still going to be drinking my milk. It's just not going to be as as fresh. Um, So it's those competing feels and then on top of it, there's this feeling of like, um, okay, you know, the body image coming back in. Like, hmm, they say that, you yeah. know, breastfeeding t- uses so many calories. Well, if I'm no longer producing milk and pumping, then like mm-hmm. what's going to happen to body size and weight? And like, you know, so mm-hmm. some of that is like sprinkled in as well. That's definitely yeah. not as loud as the other feelings, but it's just like this thing that has literally dictated my life for the last eight months is – right on its way out. I wish it would maybe go out a little bit quicker, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, it's a weird, it's, it's like a, it's a huge transition. It's a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. yeah, but other than that, really just, uh, I feel like that's all, that's all I've, I've got going on is like, baby, she's being yeah. so fun. I know. Yeah. No big deal. Just raising a yeah. child. <laughs> you yeah. know, <laughs> it's plenty. Yeah, that's enough. Speaking of <laughs> body image stuff, um, mm-hmm. I want you to talk about Mexico. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, before going to Mexico, I loaded up on a bunch of new swimsuits that fit me mm. better than the ones I had been wearing before. Because I knew that if I felt like squeezed in tight in these swimsuits, I would not be comfortable. Um so I was kind of pumped up and was like, I'm going to feel great there because mm. things fit. And, um, and I really wasn't self-conscious or conscious of my body much at all until um, we did a 
an excursion, like a dolphin swim experience with the kids, which sidebar was one of the coolest things ever. I mean, so I had done that before years and years ago. And so I knew kind of what to expect. Um, and I knew the kids would like it, but the extent to which they loved it was, oh my gosh, I don't get like sentimental and like, oh my gosh, like much, but oh, I could relive that over and over again. We were just standing like on the little platform and one of the dolphins like, you know, jumped out and did a little, you know, flip thing that they do. And Levi, who, you know, he's nine, he's kind of starting to play more video games, kind of like hang out in his room more, just he's growing out of the little kid thing, which I hate. Um, But he was standing next to me. And when that dolphin jumped, it was like having like a four year old next to me. He just like, lost control of himself and like started jumping up and down and like laughing and like, Oh God, that's incredible. freaking cute. It was the best. So long story short, like I'm thankful for these memories. However, this was the part of our experience that like made me kind of feel a certain way about my body. Mm-hmm. So during the experience, it was fine. But of course they take a bunch of pictures and upsell you and you have to buy this photo package. Mm-hmm. So we were looking through the photos and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, is that how I look? Mm-hmm. I just, I hated them. Everyone I was in, I was just like, Oh, I hate these. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Um, so I remember asking, well, and I texted you right away. Cause I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. I just hate this feeling. And I know like you understand Um, and I said something to Gerald initially. I was like, oh my God, I hated how I looked in those pictures. Like, do I look like that in real life? Cause you know, I feel like sometimes pictures can make you look differently than you truly look. Um, and he's like, I mean, you look like you do, like you look like you in the pictures. And so then I was like, oh oh my God, I do look like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so then I started spiraling and Mm -hmm. I was like, we were in the pool later that day and I was like, ah, I think I have to diet. I think oh, I have wow. To. And he was like, you don't have to do anything. Oh, I know. God, I love him um, so much. And I was like, I know, but I just like, I don't like not liking how I look when I see myself in photos. He's like, yeah, but that's a mindset thing. That's not, you know, and I was like, mm. you're so right. Oh, you've trained him. (laughs) I know. I know. And it's especially funny because not funny. It's I, I like seeing this progression of him because Mm -hmm. several months ago when he first started getting really into like working out regularly and he, you know, he still tracks things to some degree, his stuff, but we've talked about how it just doesn't consume him and it's not an issue for him. But back when he started doing that, I would make comments about my body and he'd be like, well, you know, you can just start tracking again or you can start. Um, and he, he meant well, of course, but seeing that progression to now, like you don't have to do anything. Like it's just mm. a mindset. Like I love that. Oh, um, there is like, nothing if, more attractive than that. Like when a man no. is like, especially one that's, you know, a typical, I don't want to say typical, but like more of, you know, like into the gym and maybe yeah. like tracks on his own, you know, like mm-hmm. for him to, make that transition I just feel like it it shows like just so much emotional growth I don't know Mm -hmm. it's so attractive (laughs) yeah yeah we we appreciate 
appreciate it mm-hmm. so much. Um, but it, yeah, it was interesting to me. Like, I was like, why did my mind go there mm-hmm. to, you know, to dieting? And I think it's because like that is dieting and like tracking and, and intentionally losing weight is so much easier than a mindset shift. <laughs> Whoa. You know? mm-hmm. Like changing your mindset is so hard, even though logically I know that that's what needs mm-hmm. to happen. It's just, it's so ingrained to just it is. revert to yeah. that. And especially, I mean, I always like zoom out and think of it as, you know, for the past, I don't know how many years you would say, what, like three years that you've, I feel like you've been two years, would you say? Yeah, like, you've been like intentional about like trying to, to move away from dieting. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, um, there's a lot of things. <laughs> what are we talking yeah. about? Um, yeah. I would say like two, two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that seems like, damn, like two and a half years. That's a, that's a good chunk of time. And, mm-hmm. you know, from both probably your perspective and my own, you have made so much, so, so many changes and so much right. growth and everything. And I mean, that's a fraction of your entire life that we have been in this other, in the diet culture, you know, the diet right. mentality. Right. And I think like sometimes zooming out and reminding ourselves of that, you're exactly right. It's going to be so much easier to still continue to revert back to the other 30 years of life or however many years. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it can be so frustrating. Like, and I commend you and I, I, this is at least what I'm hearing is that you got curious about like, why did I revert to that instead of judging yourself for mm-hmm. reverting back, you know, instead of judging mm-hmm. yourself, like, it sounds like it was a compassionate exploration and like mm-hmm. questioning of why did my mind go to that? You know, like what right. was it about it rather than like, oh my God, Randy, right. like, you know better. What the hell are you doing? Kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, there. I won't lie. There was a little bit of that. Um, totally. But, you know, I did end up in the, the curiosity, um, part of it. But yeah, initially I, well, and when I told Gerald, I was thinking about dieting. I think I prefaced that with saying, I feel like a fraud because of GTB. Like I should not Mm -hmm. be thinking these things. You know, I was, I was hard on myself for having those thoughts initially. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, when I looked at it more, it's like, well, obviously there was 35 years before this where, that was the norm. So, right. Yeah. It is, it is difficult though. And I know, I feel like GTB, it provides a sense of accountability. (laughs) Um, and again, like provides this outlet to discuss these things. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, one thing I haven't necessarily shared this with you, but I noticed in the past, I don't know, (laughs) I want to say nine months, eight months, how old is my child? Eight months. Um, (laughs) Like a lot of going back to the diet mentality and, you know, as to be expected, I don't want to say as to be expected postpartum as if Mm -hmm. like you should feel this way, but it's, I don't also want to judge people for feeling that way. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have taken a step to like once and for all, I really need to, I don't want to say get it under control. But Mm -hmm. I do want to say that and I'll explain why, because I was finding myself like pinching my body and literally saying things out loud about my body in front of Mallory. And I was like, Mm -hmm. 
like that's a hard no. Like I know we are so middle ground gray area, but like mm-hmm. hell to the no. Like right. right. I have to put a hard stop on that for myself and like just some other habits and things that like I used to do in the past and I hadn't for a really long time and I was noticing them coming back up. And so, um I I want to say broke up with my then therapist, but I just straight up ghosted her. Um, and I found a new one. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And she oh specifically gosh. focuses on like disordered eating and eating disorders. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we've had, I think, two two sessions together. Um, mm-hmm. It's been kind of sporadic because of like the holidays. But I have like opened up to her and like shared things that I've never really shared with anybody before. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I realized that I didn't tell my previous therapist this because when we did our initial evaluation and like intake, I didn't know these things were a problem. And Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, and then I feel like over the last, I was with my therapist for like six years. I just feel like instead of, talking about those things, I just kind of tucked them away because I was like, I feel a lot of shame for having done certain things like related Mm -hmm. to like body image and stuff and like disordered eating, eating disorder things. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to lay it all out because like, Mm -hmm. I, like, I can't, I can't risk for one. I'm just like sick of it. I'm so, I'm so sick of some of these like really harmful habits resurfacing and Mm -hmm. Like I'm in charge of another human now and there's Mm -hmm. no way in hell I want to have anything to do with passing down unhelpful or like harmful behaviors or thoughts. Like there's going to be enough of that that she's inundated with in the world, but like under this roof, absolutely not. So yeah, I hadn't shared that with you, but that's something that like I've been diving back into. I know it's like, it's big and scary, um, but I think it, you know, relates to what you were saying too, because it's like, I have that sense of accountability and like, you know, that, that feeling of like, I am such a fraud a little bit, you yeah. know, but yeah. it's, and you know, we shouldn't like, think that about ourselves because, you know, but I get, I totally, I totally understand. Yes. Yeah. And I think I always have to remind myself that like, that's what makes this so magical because mm-hmm. we're in it, we're in it with you all, as in you right. all listeners, the 12 of you listening, <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> like we are, yes, we have, you know, for me, like the professional experience and the personal experience. And like, I think with you, Randy, like you've really, I think too, it's been really cool to see how you've included this into your work. Like mm-hmm. just the way that you've talked about it on social media and everything. And, and I know a lot of, obviously the, the personal experience you have with this stuff, but like, I think that's what makes this such a cool thing and so supportive mm-hmm. for us and other people is like we are not on the quote unquote other side like right. we're right, right. Wh- which like is there another side I don't think exactly. so um yeah. you know like we're, we're in the trenches and mm-hmm. so it yeah it feels good to like say that I don't know how I'm gonna feel when we like post this <laughs> about that. I'm gonna have like yeah. that vulnerability hangover but yeah. um yeah I think it's yeah, I'm, it just reminds me how grateful I am to like have this have this platform and and to have you, Randy. I know when yes. you texted me, I was like, oh. I felt so. I mean, I was like sad for you, and I was like, oh, I don't want you to feel that way. And also, yeah. like, mm, I feel honored that you texted me and included yeah. me in this like low low moment, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I think I texted you while we were still at the dolphin place. Like, yeah, I was like, I just have to text Haley. Um, uh, 
Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you for making that change and like recognizing that like that's what you needed to just move forward mm-hmm. in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's that's a big thing. And and yeah, I think, you know, one of my friends recently texted me and after I had like shared something on my stories or something and mm-hmm. she's like, thank you for always posting body positive things because I've just been really struggling lately. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if I said this to her or not, or if it was just an internal thought, but I, it was like, honestly, a lot of the times that I'm posting those things, it's because I need to hear it that day yes, too. Yes. You know, like it resonates with me, like, oh, I need to hear this. So I'm sure somebody mm. else does too, you know? Totally. Yeah. And again, I think it just <laughs> relates to your work more than I ever would have thought before. But when it comes to photography and like you work with, you know, female entrepreneurs and it's like, mm-hmm. that's gotta be a a huge thing that many of them think and worry about is the way that yeah never I mean, you just never once has one of them been like I cannot wait to get in front of the camera like I right. am on fire you know mm-hmm. never it's always a confidence thing with their body or or something and that's totally normal mm-hmm. <laughs> to feel that way I get it and you bringing you being you bringing like your authentic self with your unique experience with your body and everything. I mm-hmm. can say this as again, I have posed topless in front of you um, <laughs> and fully clothed, but like knowing, knowing that you have the awareness that you do about these things. Oh my God. I think it makes me, it made me feel 10 times more confident. And also like you're a friend and I love you, but mm-hmm. like, it's so much easier to get, to do something scary when someone who is aware of your fear is they're doing it with you. Yeah. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense, but you know, oh, totally. so uh, you're just, you're the best. You are absolutely the best. Oh my um, God. <laughs> but so I actually wanted to circle back to what you mentioned about, like you've been with your therapist for six years mm-hmm. and you felt like you're holding some things back. Mm-hmm. I feel like that might be kind of a common thing mm. that, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't go to my therapist regularly anymore. I should. Um, mm-hmm. The therapist that I have started out is our couples therapist. And so I think maybe that's part of it. I probably need to find one like just for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would find myself not saying things because I felt like, I don't know if it was based on previous sessions or what, that like she saw me in a certain light and I didn't yes. want her to see me in a worse light. You, you know? Yep. Totally. Yeah. Like, and what? I think this is the person I'm yeah. supposed to be opening up to. And I'm like trying to put, put myself up on this pedestal. Totally. That's 100%. And I also had this fear that, and I don't know why I ever thought I'd never felt like judged by her before, but I mm-hmm. kind of felt like if I tell her this, she's going to be like, why haven't you told me this before? Like, this is a big deal kind of thing. Right. Um, and I feel like I had kind of hinted at some of the behaviors. Um, mm-hmm. And in the past, she just like, it. she didn't acknowledge them the way that I felt they needed acknowledgement because it was a big deal for me to share that with someone. Sure. Um, you know, so yeah, I don't know what it, why we, I think, I think because like that people pleasing tendency too is like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know who I am. And I don't want to come off as someone other than who you know me as. And I think that there was also like something she said. I had like brought up a 
a traumatic event that had happened in my life. And she basically brushed it off because it related to like Mallory and she basically brushed it off. And I was like, whoa, lady, like, I think I don't like the way this made me feel. So that was an indicator. Like it's time to ghost you because I don't know how to like properly um, end a relationship with someone. So I just ghost them. Um, Which, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode. Um, Yeah. Writing that down in my notes section for later. (laughs) Yeah. Like how to have productive conversations and end a relationship without just ghosting them and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, So like that had been one thing that happened, but that kind of like, you know, nail in the coffin kind of thing. Um, But before that, I was like, man, I just, I been doing so well with like food and movement in my body yeah. and like I don't want her to think like why are we taking five steps back here I don't know sure, so sure. that is an interesting an interesting like concept like why do we do yeah. that I don't know yeah. I don't know either I don't know either uh, we'll yeah have to, we'll have to unpack that yeah later <laughs> episode two <laughs> or maybe 22 I don't know <laughs> yeah um, oh yeah but I also just thought of your um so I don't know a month six weeks ago or so you put out the uh 30-day movement challenge yes and you have a lot of people interested in doing that like how did that go or is it still going I can't remember exactly when yeah yeah, so it was just kind of this. So I have a a friend from back home who I actually went to high school with, and she was like, "Hey, you know what you should do sometime?" I don't exactly know how she worded it, but she was like, "You know how they have all these like fitness challenges on like Pinterest and things like that? Like you should make one that's not related to weight loss." And she sent me a screenshot when she like typed it into Pinterest what it was that popped up, and it was all like get, get the booty that of your dreams or like, you know, 30 days to six pack abs or like burn that stubborn arm fat in 30 days kind of thing. So it was, it's all related to like, you know, weight loss, um, weight centric. And I was like, okay, let me run with this. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I created this fun little, I think of it as a way to like have some structure in your life, but I also think it's a really great way to practice adding in movement that has some structure, but also that's flexible, like practicing that compassion with yourself. Um, And so, yeah, I had, I don't know how many people in total, maybe like, I know there's some duplicates, but like maybe 70 to 80 people um, download it, which was really exciting. And I had created this little Instagram group that was just kind of like an accountability sort of thing, Mm -hmm. like sharing, you know, how it's going for you. My intention was not to like, you know, message everybody every day kind of thing. So we started Mm -hmm. out pretty strong (laughs) and um, I was like intentional. Like I was excited to do the 30 day movement challenge. And then, you know, it kind of fizzled out (laughs) and I think it, I think it fizzled out because um, I also fizzled out with it. Like I was like, you know what? Now's, now's not a good time for me, but it's still like, you can still download it and access it. And I think it's really fun. And it contains like, I think it's two, two strength workouts, um, uh, two, I forget what it is, but two strength workouts, like some stretching or some mobility, Mm -hmm. um, some walking, like brisk walking or cardio of your choice. And then it also includes, um, a rest day and like a fun, an activity of sorts, like a movement Mm -hmm. activity that you can do. So whether it's like dance to three of your favorite songs in your kitchen, like things like that. So, um, Yeah, it was fun. And I I really want to do more of that stuff because it's just, it's just a good time 
just a good time. Well, and even if, like you said, it kind of fizzled out in terms of like the interactive portion of it, like that's Mm -hmm. kind of the beauty of it too, I think is like, it's not meant to be a strict program. It's like, do what works for you when it works for you. And like, this is a resource you can use and pull out whenever, you know, you're ready. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I looked at it too. And, um, I loved that you had like links to the YouTube videos of the movements so that like, if you don't know what the movements are, you are not like out of luck because I don't know what half those words mean, you know? Right. Right. I know. (laughs) So that the YouTube page that it's linked to is, um, achieve fitness Boston. And I use their exercise demos for all of my programming at work. I'm like, I am not reinventing the wheel. Yeah. Like they, they're so good. And I, and I like them because they do focus a little bit more on like athletic performance, but it's a husband and wife duo. They used to have a physical gym space in um, Boston Mm -hmm. and um, it was incredibly inclusive. Their tagline was like fitness for everybody and Mm -hmm. everybody. So like everyone and like everybody type. Um, And I think it was during the pandemic, they closed like their physical space, but they still have like a lot of great resources online. And what I like about them is, again, they focus on, um, they do have like a bit of focus on like performance, but they also are just so relatable. And uh, the wife, Lauren, (laughs) love her. Uh, she, she has a history of, I don't know if she had an eating disorder, but like disordered eating because she grew up a mm-hmm. gymnast. So like a very like aesthetic driven oh, sport. And so they're very aware of that. Um, they do a lot of like myth busting or just like breaking down and simplifying like exercise. So I know I've, I was like, should I make my own exercise demos? And I was like, absolutely not. No. Like we are not <laughs> going to maybe sometime in the future. Um, yeah. But they have incredible form. They, I, I don't like anything on their page. I always try to link to like a source that you could look at any video on their page, and I wouldn't be worried about what it was promoting. Um, right. And I feel that way about them. So yes, if you download the movement challenge, every exercise is linked to a demo online, and it's a beautiful resource. Like the the Chief Fitness Boston is so. Get yourselves a copy today. Yeah, it's free. Full free. Full free. Yeah. Um, You also have, I mean, not that this is like plugging time for our free stuff, but you created like that content, 30 days of content or whatever. I was inspired by you and your movement challenge. I was like, I feel like I have so many content ideas that I've cycled through myself. And I just remember starting out like using Instagram for my business. I was like, just posting random shit that nobody cared about and like was not strategic at all, which I would love if you could do that and be successful. But like, unfortunately, if you actually Mm -hmm. want to market your business with Instagram, you need a little strategy behind like the stuff you're putting out there. So yeah, I created one too. Um, I think it ends up, I think it's like five weeks total with like four posts per week. Um, Mm. And I, I truly was inspired by you and loved that you like linked those things. So like, I put in my, you know, two cents recommendations on like what you could include as far as your caption to like achieve Mm. this type of content, like what type of photo to use and that kind of stuff. So it's not just a calendar where you have to kind of really fill in all the blanks. It really does a lot of, I think, the legwork for you and what to talk about. So yeah, we both have some nice freebies out there for our people. I love that shit. Yeah. Creating content on social media. If listeners, if any of you do that, like... You understand. Mm-hmm. 
you want all yeah. the free help that you can get. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the nice thing is once you get started doing it regularly, it comes more naturally and it gets easier, but sometimes totally. just getting started is hard. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, This has been wonderful. I know. It's funny for those of you who are listening when Randy and I, before we hit record, I was like, so what do you think? Like, like 10 minutes. And Randy was like, oh God, no, like more than that. And I was like 15. And she was like, what? It's now been 40 minutes. <laughs> well, we do have a large chunk to cut out where yes. technology failed us, but misconnections. <laughs> But yeah, it probably will still be around 40 minutes. So. Absolutely. You know, uh, well, I am so excited for to get to kickstart and we decided we're no longer going to be doing season. So I don't even want to say season four, but like, yeah. you know, yes. I'm just ready to get back on it, have more interviews this season. We're really excited to mm-hmm. connect with different people and I'm both in the community, but also some online voices um, and just continuing to kind of push the boundaries and challenge, you know, societal expectations Mm-hmm. Dismantle status quo. All celebrate of the life things. in the gray area. We love it. Yes, <laughs> we love it. Thanks for tuning in to the Give Them the Bird podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, head on over to Apple iTunes or Spotify and rate, review, and subscribe. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Give Them the Bird Podcast to stay up to date with all things GTB. We'll see you back here next week for another episode. But in the meantime, go give them the bird.